girls, attention boys and girls, attention boys and girls. Should that be boys and ghouls? No, no, alas, I was incorrect the first time. Regardless, listen to Gatsy and Goosebumps at your own risks. Hardly my Hello friends, welcome to Gatsy on Goosebumps, the show in which I review every single Goosebumps book from R.L. Stein's original series. And today, we are... you, uh, you... you've got a haunted mask? Well, I've got a haunted mask to... Goosebumps, the haunted mask to number 36. Got a great shot of the great shot the director really did well featuring the um the mask and it's wearer making its way up on what is presumably halloween night good details on the mask there tagline is new face old nightmare i like that just call him prune face steve boswell will never forget carly beth's halloween mask it was so gross so terrifying but this year steve wants to have the scariest costume on the block so he gets a mask from the same store where carly beth got hers Looks like a creepy old man, with stringy hair, a wrinkled face, and spiders crawling out of the ears. Steve's definitely got the scariest mask around. Too bad he's starting to feel so old, and so tired, and so evil. So we're drawing on several elements from the earlier original Haunted Mask. Add with a slight twist. In the original, Carly Beth needed a scary mask to scare Chuck and Steve. This book, the main character is Steve. He needs something really scary to scare the first graders that he teaches soccer. That's kind of a problem, because even though Arnold Stein really does go through lengths to explain how horrible and like bratty and like just disgusting and mean these first graders are, they do at one stage make him kick a soccer ball that is actually just a block of concrete painted like a soccer ball, which would shatter every bone in your foot, which is pretty mean. But at the end of the day, they are first graders, and it's not really realistic to think they're going to be that evil. Even like the most roughest, toughest kids in the most inner city, poverty-stricken school there is are still going to have a sense of deferment to authority and not someone older. So it doesn't really work that he's, that he's the victim of these first graders. It just makes him seem like kind of a weirdo. Regardless, he needs a scary mask. So he gets Carly Beth, hero of the original haunted mask, to reluctantly tell him where she got hers. And he goes there and it's all closed. Then he goes into the basement, comes face to face with the owner of the store who was featured in the first book. And he's like, no, you can't have these masks. What is it with you bloody kids always trying to steal my haunted masks? So he runs away, but he snuck home with a mask under his shirt. He's stolen a mask of a creepy, gross-looking old man, and he can't wait to scare some children. So he's told the kids they're going to go trick-or-treating together, so, and they're going to meet outside the this, this haunted house in town, but he's going to turn up with this spooky mask, and they're all going to shit themselves. Because as soon as he puts his mask on, he can't get it off. It's a lot quicker, it is, in this one than in the first one. The first one is more like a Jekyll and Hyde sort of struggle. And in this he puts it on and he is stuck. He can't get that mask off and he's feeling tired already. You're in for a long night, Steve. So he's trapped in this mask. He tries to call Carly Beth, but of course he sounds like an old man on the phone. So Carly Beth's dad's just like, what's, what, what do you want, you pervert? Stop, like, breathing so loudly trying to talk to my daughter. Still decides to go ahead with the prank. I guess it's like, well, I'm stuck in this mask for eternity. Might as well 
scare some children. Um, but the kids are not scared at all. They're like, oh man, you poor old man, do you need help? Like, it's actually kind of funny. Like, they're really respectful and like, really nice, these bratty kids. So, waste of a day in a sense. He manages to get Carly Beth and her friend Sabrina's attention. He's like, help me. I didn't listen to you and now I've got a mask for her face. And she's like, yep, I told you not to do that. Um, but what happened with my mask was I needed a symbol of love to get it off. He's like, that's perfect. My mum made some cookies for me earlier because she knows I like them. Goes home, oh, the dogs eating all the cookies. But then Kaiba's like, hey, that dog loves you. What if that dog is a symbol of love? So he hugs the dog and that doesn't work either. So I think I go back to the, the, the party store where it was found to try and maybe see if they can find the, the owner to work out what's gonna happen. He's not there, but they're looking through like the boxes and Carly Beth pulls out like the costume that's meant to go with the mask and it starts to float and like the mask moves itself and like attaches itself to the to the costume and that's what saves Steve like reuniting the mask with the um, the, the costume and Steve's free and they're walking home and then Chuck bursts out and he's wearing this scary mask too a different scary mask he's like hey I stole this from that place we were at before except I can't get it off He's trapped. Yeah, it just goes on and on, I guess. That's a really good book. I really enjoy it. Carly Beth reiterates the um, the origin story of the masks, which I mentioned in the first review. It was kind of stupid. You know, that, that owner, he was a scientist who wanted to make pretty faces, but they turned evil and then turned alive. Makes zero sense, and it's like, it doesn't need, it doesn't need that much of an explanation or just a better explanation besides that though it's a lot of fun you know you, you feel you feel the tension you feel the, the claustrophobia that Steve feels being trapped inside this mask and I like that rather than being like a savage evil mask like Carly Beth had this is an old mask and it makes him feel old and tired you know and that's how it affects him so Haunted Mask 2 definitely a worthy sequel to the original and definitely worth a read that's all for this week. Please join me next time, which I discuss Goosebumps number 37, The Headless Ghost, with a very special guest. In the meantime, be safe. Don't forget to not wear a haunted mask. Or if you do, make sure you have the matching costume. Because... And always, please stay spooky. But not too spooky. Headless ghost with a very special guest. Ghost. A very special ghost. I should have spent. Ah, uh, in the meantime. <laughs>